Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, welcome to this week's Bald Head Bible After Show, Waxing the Dome. Um, in this week's episode, we are going to talk with one of my um, spiritual mentors, one of my go-to um, guys for any type of question I have, literally any type of question, and that is Randy Miller, who is currently, um, where are you at, Randy? I'm in Lynchburg, Virginia, and I'm on the faculty at Liberty University. I'm a librarian there. And how did it, I, you've always been in the library world. I mean, isn't that how me and you first met, wouldn't you say, Randy, or not? Well, as long as, as long as you and I have known each other, I was in the library world. John and I both went to the same little Bible college in Minnesota. And so I went there for my undergrad years from 75 to 79. I was their photographer for one year, and I decided that I liked uh, photography as a hobby and not a job, so I only did that for one year. I was their radio station manager. Uh, I worked in the radio station from when it started in 75, but I didn't become a full-time worker until 78, the year that I got married. And um, so from 78 to 84, I was in radio. And then in 1984, they had to close down the radio station because of budget cutbacks. And so uh, I went to the president and said, I don't want to leave. And he says, well, we don't want to lose you. But he said, we can't afford to keep the radio station. I said, well, why don't you make me the uh, librarian? He says, what do you know about running a library? I said, well, the former librarian and I had had a regular radio program. And so we had talked all about the library and how it worked and how students could use it and all. And he says, well, that's kind of interesting. He said, I have a contract here with your name on it. And uh, it's going to be dependent on you going out and getting a master's degree, but you don't have to have it before you begin. I said, that's just fine with me. And I said, I've already talked to my wife about it, so I'll sign the contract before I even walk out the door. And so that started in 1984. So when did you first come to the college, uh, John? When, when did we first meet? Yeah, I I'm, I'm went there in the fall of 1986. My parents dropped me off. And then went back to England. And I, I remember hanging out with uh, Dr. Sam Taloyan at first and going to his house a little bit. And then I remember meeting you the first time because you taught me speech communication, right? I mean, right, that was our first speech, class yeah. together. And, um, and so here's this missionary kid from, um, from England. And your parents had also been missionaries in Jamaica, as I recall. Right, right, right. And, and since that time, I've gotten to meet your dad. And, and of course, I knew your wife before, you know, uh, when, when, uh, before you two were married here. But you came into my freshman speech class. And, I, and, and this is one of my crowning glories in my academic career. It's always great to see somebody, you know, even exceed you as far as that goes. I wasn't really qualified to teach freshman speech. But uh, there was a need. And so I, along with a couple others, we, uh, were, were teaching freshman speech. And you were in my class, and I saw great potential in you. And so I said to you, John, I think you ought to major in speech. 
and um, and so you did. And, and the rest is history, as they say it. Hey, hey, Randy, I was thinking the way you got your library job. Okay. I mean, is there any like wisdom? Like, like you know, my sons had to decide uh, as a junior in high school if they were going to go down a science track or a humanities track. I mean, they want you by your freshman year to know of college, you know, what you want to do, where you want to go. I mean, how did you, I mean, to, how did, is there any idea, I guess my question is, how did you come up with the idea of, hey, you know what, I might want to be a librarian, or was it all about location, location, location for you? a, a A couple of answers to that question is that, um, when I was 16 years old, I was at a Bible camp, and um, under the evangelist preaching, I felt this compulsion. I felt as though anybody who didn't know the Lord could do secular jobs, but only God's children could do God's jobs. And so I didn't commit to, okay, God's calling me to preach or to the pastorate. But I did at that point, at 16 years old, say I want to do some kind of full-time Christian service. I felt as though the Lord was leading me in that direction. And so when I went to Pillsbury, and that was a Bible college, and so everybody majored in Bible, but I, my minor was in pastoral studies. And so I thought I might very well be a pastor, um, but uh, I was open to that, but I was open to just about anything. Um, and so the president of the college, Dr. Rammel, had his favorite song was Jesus Led Me All the Way. And so I don't recommend my path for how I chose this for everybody else. But in my case here, I would have had no idea that I was going to be a librarian. Although when I was in high school, here's another factor that came in, is that I took this vocational aptitude battery and it said, well, you ought to be a pastor or a priest or a doctor or a lawyer or a librarian or an educational administrator, and I've kind of done most of those things. I think maybe one other one was a highway patrolman that I was that I was suited for here. Um, and so Dr. Rammel had this song, Jesus Led Me All the Way, so I just look at it as being fortuitous that this was the next step. But I've always been very curious. I was open to K-12 teaching, but while I was looking for a job, I even went up and did that for a few days, and I said, no, I really prefer to work with college students. And so God just led me into this. As far as a piece of advice for other folks, I often say uh, you, shouldn't try to, you, know, you shouldn't try to switch jobs unless you're getting a push from behind and a pull from the front. A lot of pastors wake up every Monday morning and are kind of discouraged. Well, that's maybe that, um, and that push from behind that you're feeling just some discouragement. But unless you're getting some sort of another offer, well, then don't just quickly just go walk in and say that I quit. But the Lord has kind of, every time he wants me to move on, has kind of closed the door there then. And where one door closes, it seems that another one opens up. So I don't really have good advice as far as how to pick that life's work here, other than what are your bents, what are your natural gifts and abilities how has god gifted you so you knew you would have a you would knew you knew you would enjoy the life of the librarian right 
And what is it about library work that, that appeals to you? Because like at Pillsbury, you were the library. Are you, are you a little bored where you're at now? I mean, because you're in a I massive feel, I library, I right? Not, I certainly am not bored right now. So when I was there, I was a solo librarian. And so my saying was, if it's to be, it's up to me. So I instituted, we switched from the old fashioned card catalog to an electronic database system. And so I researched that and I put it all together. I helped individual students uh, working on their papers and we could talk about that someday in my whole filing system. You probably got some files out of my file to write a paper Right, with. right, right, right. And, um, and so I was the jack of all trades there at that library. Now I'm one of, I think, 22 professional librarians at my school. And so I work primarily with graduate students helping them on their dissertations and theses. And I go into classes and teach about using the library databases and all. So um, this is the best job I've ever had, but I loved my time at Pillsbury. In between those two, I was a school principal. I was a K-12 Christian school principal for five years because I have a master's degree in education. And um, so- And I remember I used to go with you on, we called it extension. I mean. You've also pastored extensively as well. I I, I've, been, I've been an interim pastor 14 different times here. And, um, and so and I, one, of my, one of my greatest memories is going on extension with you. And we worked at this church where the, somebody came and unloaded. We had to sort shoes is essentially what it was. And we we were in it was like some weird art movie we were in the middle of this field with shoes and i remember i had to go to one end of the field to find one one shoe and then i had to search through this massive amount of shoes to find its pair and then once i found its match i then ran it to the to the truck and gave it to him and then i went off i i'm sure there's like a sermon illustration in there somewhere right. and it was freezing but it was just the weirdest thing right. i and ever so did this was a charity thing that this was a charity thing that the uh, church did and so when when we found a matched pair of shoes then they tied the shoelaces together and then they went in the truck so they knew that they had a matched pair and how they got separated and thrown out in the middle of this field but yes i remember that well and I was getting so frustrated that I think we—I think the trucks were going to go down to Mexico when all was said and done here. And so I said, um, "Let's forget about this. Let's just have a ministry to um, to one-legged Mexicans, you know, so that way it didn't matter that we had both pairs of the shoes here. We'll just have a ministry to one-legged Mexicans." So. Yeah, because we had all these single shoes we didn't know what to do with, but. Hey, did you, because me and you became closer once I started working there, wouldn't you say? I would, I would agree with that. Yes. And, and so um, we're coming up about the end for this program here. Let's pick this up next time, John. All right. Hey, and thank you, Randy. And um, join us next time for uh, Baldhead Bible Show, after show, sorry, Waxing the Dome. See you next time.